Hey there everyone, Art Burns here, wishing you well today. Hope you're all having a great day. I'm really excited because today I have yet another request from, uh, this one comes from uh, one of my current clients who is also a YouTube subscriber of mine. Um, and so this request goes out to Cindy and David of Northern California, the Bay Area. <laughs> I just love saying that. Um, and so so what Cindy asked me to, to uh, cover today in a video, or she didn't ask for it today, but I'm giving it to her today. Uh, she asked me to cover in a video um, how mindfulness applies to apologizing, right? And, and, and I think this is a very, very important uh, question. And, and, and specifically what she was asking me was, you know, how can we, how does mindfulness help us to apologize in a way in which, you know, that makes the other person, the person to whom we're apologizing, feel felt and feel hurt? Right? And it's a very, very important question, a very appropriate question to ask because, you know, in the same vein as active listening comes in, right? A lot of times when we're listening to each other, we're not listening to understand as much as we're listening to reply, right? And the same thing holds true for, for when we're apologizing to one another, right? When, when we feel that we need to apologize to someone, oftentimes what we're doing is we're apologizing, but then in the same breath, we're, we're also justifying or, or, or trying trying to explain or trying to excuse what we did, okay? So in that sense, you know, the apology is not really, you know, full and pure, right? We're, we're giving an apology, but then we're almost taking it back by saying, you know, I'm sorry, but this is why I did it. You know, I'm sorry, but this is what you did to make me do it. You know, and it kind of gets into this really, um, you know, emotionally entangled kind of thing, which is, which is not only um, not beneficial to the person who's issuing the apology, right? Because now you're, you're confusing things for yourself. But to Cindy's point, it's also really not beneficial to the person to whom you're apologizing, right? You know, when you're apologizing to this person, you know, it's, it's, you know, the, the objective here is to make that person really feel that you are sorry, right? And, and if you're, if you're conflating your own sorrow and your own apology with this other, you know, aspect of what's happening, then you're not really doing that. Right. So so mindfulness, you know, uh, practices and the emotional intelligence that comes from mindfulness practices, 100 percent will help to address this this, you know, activity, this behavior. Right. And I say that because especially the emotion, the emotional intelligence part of it, because the emotion that drives apology right? Like a hundred percent of the time, the emotion that drives our desire or our, you know, perceived need to apologize is an emotion that is very similar, if not exactly shame, right? And, and shame is a very, very powerful emotion, right? And it's not always well-placed, right? And so, so one way in which, uh, mindfulness and emotional intelligence will, will allow us to, um, to, to apologize in a more appropriate way is to see whether the apology is, you know, necessary and appropriate in it, you know, from the start, right? Um, but also, you know, the shame that we're feeling that makes us want to apologize is the same emotion that makes us feel like we need to explain or justify or excuse or, or deflect somehow 
what it is that we're apologizing for, right? Or, or the, the sort of, you know, motivation behind the apology, right? So, so, so what mindfulness and emotional intelligence are going to do, you know, as I said, not only is it going to allow you to see the motivation of that shame and in that, in that understanding of the motivation of the shame, you are then going to be able to, to bring an awareness to, to what it is you're about to say, right? And, and knowing that, okay, I'm being driven by this kind of level of shame coming from myself, let me not make it about me, right? Let, let, me, let me just make it about this other person, right? And that's going to be a more pure uh, kind of apology and a more empathic kind of apology, right? And so, so but, but interestingly, it also is going to, you know, as I said a moment ago, it's going to tell you whether this apology is really appropriate and is really needed. You know, for instance, you know, again, I used to, and I'm not the only one, there's lots of people out there who, who constantly apologize, right? And they apologize. I'm sorry I'm late. I'm sorry I, I you know, I, I, you know, did this thing. I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And a lot of times what you're doing then is you're practicing that shame, right? Again, and that becomes a habit, right? Which again, that is not something that is going to benefit you. And a lot of times when you say something like, I'm sorry, I'm late, right? Uh, a lot of times a more appropriate uh, statement would be something along the lines of, thank you for your patience, right? Like you don't have to own that shame all the time, right? If you got stuck in a traffic jam, that wasn't your fault, you know? And, and if you, you know, I mean, generally, if, if you forgot about a meeting, well, then that is your fault. Now, that would be an appropriate time to apologize to somebody, but but an inappropriate time would be if, if you, you know, the, the train was late or, or you got stuck in traffic or something. It wasn't your fault. So, so again, the more you're going to take on that responsibility, the more you're going to practice feeling shame. And the more you practice it, you know, practice makes permanent, right? And so the more you practice it, the more it's going to become something that's a default mode for yourself. And that is a very, very tricky place to be, okay? Especially with a, an emotion like shame, because the emotion of shame is very, very strong. And it also tends to, to cultivate a sense of isolation, right? And so again, refer back to some of the, uh, the videos that I made about self-compassion in order to, to sort of regulate and negate that level of shame that you might, you know, maybe you're already in that habit like I used to be. Um, but now, you know, as I say, you know, practicing mindfulness and as we develop a, uh, a, a keen and more vivid um, ability to understand, you know, what's happening inside of us, right? And on an emotional level and also on, a, on an experiential level, right? Um, which comes through daily, you know, mindfulness practices, both formal meditation and informal practices. As we do that, we are going to, to develop a, a better sense of where our apology is, you know, appropriate and how to do it better, right? So, so to Cindy's point, you know, it is going to help us to, to apologize in an appropriate way when the apology is appropriate, right? Meaning that we're, we're more likely to, to, to be mindful of our words and our actions, right? Because one of the things that we learn when we practice mindfulness, right, is the ability to, to simply pause, for a moment, like it just a beat or two so that we now, instead of just blurting out the thing that just, you know, kind of comes to us, you know, we, we pause for a moment and we, we kind of, you know, instead of reacting, right, we're blurting something out, we actually are making more of a responsive 
action or, or, or words or, or gestures or what have you, right? So, so what I'm trying to say is that when we're mindful, when we practice mindful, when we develop the skills of mindfulness and emotional intelligence, we gain the, the mastery over that, right? So we don't just blurt out, I'm sorry, but, you know, it gives us a chance to say, I'm really sorry that that hurt. And I'm really sorry that you're feeling the way that you're feeling. And that's it. Right. So, so now the person feels like, wow, you know, I feel better now. Right. Like that helped me. That was a salve to my heart. Right. Whereas if you say, I'm sorry, but, you know, now all of a sudden you've, you've taken it away. You know, you, you've made it more about you now than about that person. Right. So, so mindfulness practices will certainly help with that process. And, and so, you know, again, practicing mindfulness on a daily level will get you that skill. Right to, to be able to, to sort of control that and to attain that level of mastery. However, and this is where it's really exciting, and I'm so grateful for Cindy having brought this topic up, right? The act of apology itself can be a mindfulness practice, and I'm so excited about this because I never thought about this before, but this is absolutely something I'm going to start to, to develop, um, you know, to, to start to, to cultivate in my coaching program, to, to have people use the, 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 um, the it, you know, the, the instinct and the, the motivation for apology, use that as a mindfulness practice, okay? But before I get into the practice, I wanted to also talk about how this really ties into empathy. Right, which is you know, empathy is the the ability to to feel what another person is feeling. Right, feel it in your body. Feel what the other person is feeling, and that's what we're talking about here. Right, like when we're apologizing to someone. Right, the objective is and should be that we want them to feel our apology. Right, we want them to feel that we regret whatever it is that we did. That we we maybe wish we hadn't done it. That we feel you know, we feel sorry that it hurt them, right? Like that's what we want them to feel, right? And so as we develop, and again, that is a, a, a natural um, uh, sort of progression of mindfulness practices and emotional intelligence is the, is the sense, the deeper and more, uh, more, more vivid sense of empathy, right? So that you will automatically find yourself realizing, wow, okay, how is it going to feel to this person if I say, if I just say, I'm sorry, and then conversely, how is it going to feel to this person if I say, I'm sorry that it happened, but blah, 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 right? And, and this is something that's very, very important because again, to Cindy's point, you know, a lot of times we, that's not what we want anyway, right? And then for that matter, mindfulness is also going to allow us to, to be more, um, you know, more present and more aware of the communication, the words that we're using in communication, right? And this is something that applies also to, to things like apologies, right? Um, especially when we're conflating the apology with some sort of explanation, you know, and this is just sort of a bonus here, uh, you know, that, that kind of goes outside apologies too. Um, when we're communicating with others, right, you know, the idea is to commune, right, to come together, right? And, and so a big obstacle to communication, to communing with others can often be the pronouns that we use as we're doing this, right? So let me give you an example. If I say to you, you, you know, when, when you do this thing, it really bothers me, right? How does that feel to you? As opposed to my saying, I feel very uncomfortable when this 
thing just happened, right? So you see what happens, like, like instead of the you, you know, what I'm doing is I'm putting it on you and, and then and for that reason, you know, or as a result of that, you're going to put up your defensive, you know, you're going to be like, whoa, 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 <laughs> I feel attacked, right? And now all of a sudden we're not communicating anymore, right? So this applies in apology also, like it's a, you know, like again, I am sorry, right? Or I feel regret for what I did. Now, if I turn that and say, but you did this, now, boom, now we're, we're apart again, right? So, so that also applies into what we're talking about. And this is something that is very much going to, uh, going to become, going to be affected by the, the daily practice of mindfulness, okay? But here's this great practice that I just uh, kind of, uh, you know, devised as I was thinking over this video. Um, anytime that you feel the need to apologize, right? You feel like, okay, I need to apologize. I want you to pause, okay? Or, or not that I want you to, but, but I'm suggesting that you pause for and ask yourself two very important questions during this pause, okay? First, ask yourself, is this apology appropriate? right? Is this something I really should apologize for? So for instance, like I said before, did you get stuck in a traffic jam? So you're five minutes late for a meeting. That's really not something you should apologize for. You can express something along the lines of what you mean when you apologize, which is, you know, thank you for being patient, you know, or I regret the fact that your time has been wasted or, or, you know, uh, I, you know, I appreciate the, the fact that you're, you know, you're, you know, I value your time and, and, and it's a shame that it got wasted, you know, something like that. But when you say, I'm sorry, that's again, that's practicing the shame. So, so, so ask yourself, is this apology appropriate? And if it's not, choose the words mindfully that are appropriate, right? And number two, if you do decide that the apology is appropriate and you're going to go forward with the apology, now ask yourself or, or, or put yourself in the other person's perspective, right? And imagine what it's going to feel feel like to that other person to hear what you're about to say next, right? And if you feel that, you know, like, again, saying, you know, if you say, I'm sorry, but how's that going to feel to that person? Are they going to feel that you really are sorry? Or do they feel like you're just paying them lip service, right? And you're really just concerned with your own feelings and stuff, right? And then make adjustments as per what you find in that. Right. So, so what you're doing here is you're, you're practicing like three things at once here, which is really awesome, which is why I'm so grateful for this question having come up. You're, you're, you're practicing a pause, right? You're practicing just the, the mindful presence of being able to just take a breath before you move forward, respond as opposed to react, right? Number two, you're, you're bringing mindfulness to your words. You're, you're, you're examining, am I really saying what I should be saying, what I feel is appropriate to say right now, right? And number three, you're practicing empathy. And empathy is something that's going to uh, you know, serve you. All three of these things are gonna serve you in all areas of your life, not just when you need to apologize or when you feel like you need to apologize to someone. So, so again, two questions, right? Pause and ask yourself two questions. Is this apology really appropriate and necessary? Or is there some other way to say what I'm trying to say? And number two, if the apology is appropriate, what is the other person going to feel as I'm apologizing? And if the words, if you, if you feel like that's not going to feel like an apology, then change the words that you're going to use, okay? 
So if you have any questions about this and you want to review that practice a little deeper, please let me know. And by all means, if you have any other requests for any of these videos, the phone lines down here at WART are wide open, folks, and I would love to get your, your requests. So please don't be shy and, and let me know. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope it's helpful and uh, I wish you well. Take care.